Hello and welcome to Sitcom Geeks. I'm James Carey and Dave and I are talking to writing legend Stephen Moffat. Most of us would be happy with just being the person who wrote Press Gang, but he went on to write Joking Apart, Coupling, Doctor Who and Sherlock. And yes, we will get to it by the end of the interview, the much maligned sitcom Chalk. talking about comedy drama now in a way they haven't been for a long time we want comedy drama uh what would you define as comedy drama that's up to you is the sort of and that's kind of the answer that, that that's coming back um the equivalent of the uh what what do you want in our comedy scripts oh surprise us it's a, it's a sort yeah. of non-answer yeah. but uh, i mean i suppose if you're Part one of your career, or the sort of the sitcom yeah. part of your career, is yes, it, it's comedy, but there's a there's a strong narrative element in there. So now you're doing drama with comedic elements. So, uh, for, for, so for you writers, must know the answer. Yeah, basically. exactly. Surely. You are the perfect person. Yeah. Well, well, I think. Well, first of all, new writers. Think, what would they uh, for new writers? Yeah. I'd say first, the first overriding thing to say is. Commissioners say all sorts of things because we ask them questions. <laughs> and we ask them an impossible, imponderable question, which you would not like to be asked if you had the idea, what do you want? Yeah. Mm. And on your first day, you say, something good. Yeah. I would like something good. Yeah. And they say, what does that mean? Yeah. It means something good. It's a yeah. perfectly reasonable answer. So if you want your commissioner, the commissioner to commission your show, it, they yeah. won't commission it because it's, well, I don't like it very much, but it's a comedy drama and we need those. They're not going to do that. No. Write a script where they can't stop turning the pages then they'll commission you. It doesn't matter if it's mainly about badgers. It doesn't matter yeah. what it is. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's a musical comedy. It doesn't matter what genre it belongs to. They will commission a script yeah. that they can't put down. Tough to write, but I guarantee you, if you write one, it gets on. Yeah. And maybe in time, at least. But uh, as for as for what comedy drama is, a meaningless expression would be a, a yeah. helpful uh, yeah. way of starting. First of all, you can't have a comedy drama. There is only one genre here. It's drama. We're not talking about stand-up comedy. We're not even talking really about sketch comedy. We're talking about comedy in a narrative. Mm -hmm. Every sitcom ever made of that kind is a drama that happens to be funny. Mm. So to say uh, comedy drama, to say drama drama, it's, I mean, they probably mean comedy that's an hour or something really yes. boring like that. Yeah. It's a drama with, that's, that puts jokes in. Mm. I would think that was more of a revelation to say, but I can't think of a drama that doesn't at least try to put jokes in yeah. uh, does does Sherlock get called a comedy drama I don't know I suspect it's called a detective show there's way more yeah. comedy in it than there is detection it's yeah. got to be said is Doctor Who called a comedy drama well again if you go to a screening of Doctor Who people are laughing all the time Doctor Who's a funny man mm. stroke woman yeah. um, you know it, it's it's all comedy but you don't call it that you call it science fiction I think comedy drama is an incredibly nebulous term. It just means a drama that's unafraid to be funny. Yeah. Mm. But you should never write a joke unless it fits in the scene. That goes for comedy, that goes for drama. So don't worry about it, I'd say. Write something really good. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, yeah. if you're a naturally funny... I mean, the people who don't put jokes in their dramas are people who, don't, who are not very good at writing jokes. Yeah. And I think, it, it, for me also, the, the thing is, as long as, as long as it's clear to the audience that you know what you're doing, as long as it's clear to the reader that mm. you know what this show is. Yes. So at the TV festival, I, mm. I mentioned the fact that there are two shows that stand out as comedy dramas for me. One is How Do You Want Me mm. by Simon Nye. Brilliant and that, that's yeah. a homecoming show. Yeah. And the audience, so, oh, so it's a guy, you know, yeah. he's married to her and they yeah. don't like him because he's from out of town. Yeah. Great, I know what this is. And another one is David Renwick's Jonathan Creek, 
you yeah. go, oh, it's a, te- it's a te- detective show. Mystery but with show. jokes. But with yeah. jokes. Yeah. So I think, and so therefore it worries me a little bit when um, commissioners sort of say, we don't know, you can make whatever it is. And we don't need to, it's like, I just think the audience need to know. And I think well, there's, there's two things to, for your I mean, there's experience. stuff to say about that. But first of all, can I just, just add to what I said, uh, the, that uh, writers who don't put jokes in drama are ones who can't do jokes. Some of those writers are geniuses. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm yeah, not no, suggesting sure. yeah. that's a deficiency. Yeah. I'm not convinced by any of Shakespeare's comedies, and he's possibly the best writer we ever lived. <laughs> so, you know, it's okay. It's okay to, to be not brilliant at writing jokes. Um, just in case everybody felt offended at that point. Um, oh, we get, yeah. We, yeah. What, I mean, audience <laughs> expectation? Audience, um... Sometimes expectation is just giving them enough to know. It's going back to what you were saying about, do I need to know that I should be confused? Great, I now I know I'm confused. Because I, I think the audience have a slightly stronger sense of genre than people like to think. Well, they want to know it's... I mean, when you start watching... I mean, I've watched a few things recently without a clue what they were going to be, mm-hmm. uh, which is a lovely feeling. He very rarely gets to do it. I think I, I watched the first episode of The Good Place. Not a yeah. clue what mm, that yes. was going to be. And, mm. oh, my God, it's a, it's a thrill ride, isn't it? Yeah, and very have funny. You, and have very you watched cool. it all? Yeah. I am fully up to date. Oh, right. my God. Oh, my yes. God, that's a good show. Great. Um, I've stored it up. I've not got to it yet. Oh, right. um, okay. Try and, try and as far as possible, yeah. not let anyone talk to you. Oh, oh yes, right. I know nothing about it. I've seen it all. So. It's, uh, it's yeah. an abs- you, you will love it. Okay. But mm. one of the things it does is I didn't know what I was expecting. I didn't even really know it was comedy or drama. Mm. Uh, yeah. it, and I still don't know. Is that the confidence with which the show addresses you. Yeah. Now, what about Breaking Bad? I mean, it's a drama, I guess, but there's some very funny stuff in it. Mm. And uh, he starts off in his underpants, uh, mm. you know, out in the desert somewhere. You know, it's, it's. I think the audience love a feeling of uh, boldness and confidence mm. and you are being told this story about this person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you will laugh when we tell you and you will look shocked when we tell you, but you, uh, and you just feel, you know... Yeah in totally safe hands. Do they need to know what the genre is? I don't think an audience would really know I mean, sure. what comedy drama yeah. means because if yeah. we're having trouble with it, can you imagine they're saying, well, well which true. one is it? Yeah. That's true. But the moment yeah. they see it's a studio comedy, you know, there's like a... Oh, yeah. The, no, rule, no. the rules are slightly different. I so think I think that's true, yeah. There, there's a genre that's not yeah. even really sitcom because sitcom is just literally a comedy in a situation as opposed to in a sketch. Mm. There's the, the, the studio audience sitcom mm. tells you this is going to be a laughter riot. It's a hell of a thing to write mm. because uh, it's more or less like entering a room with somebody saying, this guy's really funny. <laughs> this guy's awesome. You are going to kill yourself when you hear this guy talk. Yeah, yeah. Here he is now. Stephen, go! Yeah. Uh, try being introduced that way. Yeah. You know, that's really not good. No, um, no, whereas no. a sitcom, you know, whereas I would think drama can creep up on you and say, yeah. oh, we're really funny this scene. You're yeah. going to love it. Yeah. Um, well, so therefore, let, let's talk about that briefly because I think, you know, we're... At the uh, Craft of Comedy Festival, um, Dave gave a speech where he was sort of a bit of a rallying cry for studio mm. sitcom, which is mm. what a lot of us were sort of grew up yeah. on and love, and it's our kind of first love. And you've written plenty yeah. of those um, episodes, and um, and also it's not as if it's dead because they keep rerunning Frasier, and the kids are all watching Big Bang Theory, so mm. there is clearly a future. In Mrs. It as well. Brown's Boys, I and believe, Mrs. is Brown, a relative yeah. success. Yes, I mean. um, <laughs> but it, it feels to me like there's a bit of. Uh, so when, when people say, "Where are all the great comedies?" One of the, the things I say, "Well, there's about nine reasons why they've stopped." But one of them is the great sitcom writers who wrote studio comedy have stopped and are doing something else now. Mm. And who mm. the hell can blame them, given the amount of pressure? that studio sitcom is placed under. And yeah. So you have the Stephen Moffats of this world and you have the Simon, you know, Simon mm. Nye's gone off. 
to Dana. write the Durrells. Yeah, yeah. David uh, Rennick. Don't, don't blame him. David Rennick writes right off writing Jonathan Creek. Yeah. Good move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So all the elder statesmen, as it were, have sort of found different places it's, to go to. I don't and think I don't, it, you know, it's not a conscious decision necessarily, or it's not a grand conspiracy. No. But do you have any sort of because? Well, I think there's a problem. Is I don't think sitcom the the format of the studio sitcom, which I love, mm. um, is always the best way to do the same comedy. Now, mm. uh, what I mean is, um, television didn't used to look the way it looks now. Mm. When we watch television now, we watch something that's quite often better than cinema. I mean, have you seen their recent Game of Thrones? Mm. I haven't seen anything in the cinema that matches their battle scenes. Mm. I have literally not any Mm. cinema anywhere has matched those battles. My my memory of Doctor Who is very much of uh, (laughs) a piece of cardboard that he's standing behind. uh, To to a modern kid, that's the big challenge of Doctor Who now, uh, I can say because I'm not in charge of it anymore, is uh, that uh, Doctor Who... Could, is running the risk of being looking as cheap now as it did then com- compared to what the rest of television is doing unless, yes. they, unless they put a whole lot more money yeah. into it. And it's, it is, it's yeah. still an inexpensive show. Especially mm. if there's arms race going on, mm. isn't there? Yeah, yeah and, mm. abs- and just money and mm. time. And uh, a yeah. show that generates as much money as Doctor Who, I'll just say this in case anyone's listening, should be getting more of it back, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. um, uh, but what I mean by that... Uh, so. What, so the difference between the way an episode of Only Fools and Horses looked and the way an episode of yeah. Howard's Way looked or yeah. Zedka, whatever, mm. whatever with the equivalent drama, wasn't very much. Yeah. Even when drama mm. went on to 16mm film, you know, it, I mean, they, they looked pretty much the same. They looked, to a, to a, a punter's mm. eye, they didn't look massively different. Mm. So the realistic, real-world sitcom of, the, say, the coupling style, for want of a mm. better example... Mm struggles because you can go and see a, a film about some other attractive people dating and it looks amazing yeah, yeah. or a TV show but. amazing and then you've got coupling well see I would say that something like coupling would probably inevitably be single camera now and but something like Mrs Brown Boys yeah. will never be single yeah, camera because it's, 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 it's pantomime it's, yeah. 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 Uh, but it's all it's, you know, I think we uh, we underrate it when you say that, that, that there's a very clever man wrangling oh, audience. Yeah. I mean, oh my yeah, yeah. God, that's good. Sorry, but, Dave. But I was just just thinking of what you mentioned in coupling there. I mean, in t- uh, looking at chalk, mm. which <laughs> l- looks like no, <laughs> great, great. <laughs> Uh, don't mention the what. I, th- I think I might have mentioned chalk once, but yeah. I think I got away with it. Yeah. Um, but in terms of the look uh, of chalk compared, mm. and then coupling, mm. and I remember when coupling came out, and I just thought, as well as enjoying the show, I just thought actually, as a, as a student of sitcom, oh, this is this looks this has got a more of a kind of american feel so mm. it's got it feels more it's an audience sitcom but it it feels modern mm. and I, and it doesn't mm. seem to be that 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 an equivalent you know it, it obviously I, I, well, I'm, I may be wrong, but I'm guessing that your experience of chalk maybe made you think, well, uh, how can I do a sitcom that looks more yeah. like TV now rather than than well, that was theater. a lot a lot to do with Sue, uh, my wife, who was the producer, uh, uh, sort of trying to look at how do we make sitcom not look terrible mm. and flatly lit. Now that the rest of television started, it was starting even then to look rather sumptuous, mm. and having practical lights on the set and trying to work out. Really, you know, Andrew Howe Davis, the designer, really trying to work out where the camera angles are going to be on this. Not, it's, it's not quite shot as live, but it's close to live a sitcom. Mm-hmm. How can we get the camera trapped so we can get good 
angles on the thing and how can we have a give it a proper visual grammar that's actually satisfying to a to a, a, a slight an audience who who have insensibly raised their expectations uh, the other answer would have been to do it single camera probably two or three years later you would have done that mm-hmm. i mean i remember it was an it's an it was an odd show that uh it was because it was because we were trying very hard on our to look quite good we never ever got to a dress rehearsal uh we, we we just managed we barely managed our run through on the on the camera day and then we just said right okay we have no idea what this is going to look like let's go do it yeah. um it was fine uh, but then then once in the last series for the very first time and the only time in coupling history an episode called nightlines we did the dress rehearsal we were amazed we actually did a dress rehearsal of the whole show for the one and only time in all those episodes and it was quite a different show watching it without the audience and I was thinking, God, you know, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Maybe it should have. It seemed somehow it gave it a different emphasis. Different lines seemed funnier. Yeah. The sort of, you know, there's a different kind of joke that makes you laugh in the crowd from a, light, a line that makes you laugh at home. Mm. Uh, and it somehow just seemed to, yeah. it seemed quite different. This this sounds like I'm against the studio sitcom and I'm absolutely, utterly not. No, so. I just think it's probably the, the bigger madder end of the market it serves yeah. rather than if you're going to if you want to now say these lovely characters live in a new loft apartment yeah. if you're going to do that now they wouldn't have a weirdly large apartment yeah. with mm-hmm. no as far as we can tell no wall at the front and everything overlit and, yeah. yeah I mean you wouldn't have that I yeah. mean they lived they, they lived in a palatial thing yeah. of course mm. they did because it was a sitcom and we accepted that yeah. You know, Frasier did had a once a week job, and he had the the most spectacular <laughs> flight you've ever seen. It's a stage set; you accept it. You yeah. never even question the fact there is clearly no wall yeah. uh, in front of them. They clearly they don't ever put anything there. Yes. There's no bookcase. There's no pictures. There's nothing. Yeah, and um, they they eat in a line for some yeah. reason. <laughs> they eat in a line. No, I don't think. Uh, I think that's that's a tougher yeah. tougher ask. There is a form- and also yeah. I I'll, I'll say that yeah. and tomorrow a sitcom will debut that does all the things I'm talking yeah. about and be perfect. Yeah. and I'll shut up. Well, it'll <laughs> but it'll just it'll just it'll in a game it'll create its own world, mm. its own narrative, yeah. and reinterpret it in a way that the audience can process. Yeah. But I think it's a very good point that yeah. a sitcom that. You know, if there was if there's a Sunday night sitcom that one writes and it goes on TV, so it's like, and next on BBC One, it's the Night Manager, mm. you know, which costs two million quid an episode or something. Yeah. And you think, it's wow, for any I'm, of us I'm, against I'm, that one. I'm up yeah. against I'm up against yeah. an internationally funded show. Another um, comparison to make is to watch consecutive, as I can have done this recently, any episode of of the utterly brilliant and still incandescent Yes Minister and mm. Yes Prime Minister against the thick of it. Yeah. You know, they're they're kind of the same people, sort of, yeah. doing the same job, sort of, but it's a very different approach to it. And if you watch an old Yes Minister, Yes Prime Minister, it's, it is immaculate, it yeah. really is immaculate, mm-hmm. but you're slightly surprised to hear the audience. Uh, yes. you, you sort of think, really? W- w- what are they doing? Where, where, where are those people sitting? They appear yeah. to be in a, a cabinet room. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it's... But, you know, it's still it's amazing. amazing. You would not make... Well, mm-hmm. they did make a version of Yes Prime Minister, didn't they, recently? There was a re- live version. There was a new yeah. live version for the yeah. stage and then it was on UK Gold. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, which I've not seen because I, I can't risk yeah. it because it's my favourite show of all time. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, and I've sort of memorised Well, I mean, it's, it's yeah, I mean, I, I brutally want to have to say it's not as good, but... Uh, hmm. yeah. yeah. How but could I'm, it be? No. Well, it's like saying, is it the, they asked the writer of Catch-22, um, you know, oh, your next yeah. novel, it's, it's no Catch-22, 
Tucci yeah. says, well, what is? <laughs> no, you go, well, well, that's Cash 22. You, yeah. you, get, you sort of get to say <laughs> He should have said that. He should have said that. That's the funny answer, you see. Yeah, yeah you yeah. see, you are a comedy writer. <laughs> when, we, when we cut you, that's what you're, you're bleeding jokes, aren't you? When it comes down to Hello there, hope you're enjoying the interview, James here, and we thank Stephen for taking the time to talk to us, and if there's anyone out there that you think we should be interviewing about Situation Comedy, let us know and we'll do our best to make it happen. You can email us at sitcomgeeks at gmail.com and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter where we often put up links about writing advice and stuff that we find on the internet as well as to our own blogs and our books. Dave's book is called How to Be Averagely Successful at Comedy which I can heartily recommend and mine is an ebook called Writing That Sitcom which you can find on my, on my blog on the top right hand corner. Uh, do please help us out by joining us on Patreon and chipping in a few dollars a month, which we can then turn into pounds, uh, which is then turned into more content for this show. So um, soon we'll be launching our sitcom Soup to Nuts series, which will be only for subscribers. And in that series, we'll be taking you through the entire process of creating a sitcom from basic idea to a final script, which we hope to record somehow. More on that to come. But for now, let's get back to Stephen Moffat. So if, if we have people listening, um, and we do have people listen, which is pleasing to know, um, that are, they're starting out, you know, they are the Stephen Moffat uh, to be, or the Stephanie Moffat, um, you know, w- w- maybe give some, a couple of hints on, you know, stuff about perseverance, stuff about what you're writing, choosing, you know, what, what's the sort of stuff that you probably needed to hear uh, when, when you look back on? Uh, the the arrogant fool who thought uh, they could make a career out of writing, <laughs> which, well, which you I mean, need. You need the arrogance, don't you? You do. I mean, I think it's a different world now, mm. and I I think it's a better one. Uh, so that's probably encouraging. Okay. I mean, uh, well, they would say to you, yeah, but there was there wasn't as much competition back then. You're lucky. It's all right for you. Bah, bah, bah. Do you really want your career to be a function of no competition? <laughs> do you want to win this in a uh, in a competition? In which case. Forget it. If I it's mean, the Football World Cup, then yes. Yes. Yeah, but that, as far as I can see, that does seem to be our strategy, is that uh, we hope that by some magic, only really bad teams yes. will stay in. <laughs> I mean, that's great. Okay. But do you it's really good, want yeah, that? Yeah. Uh, no. And of course, there's going to be competition. There's always mm. been far more competition than any human being could deal with. That's the nature of... Uh, I mean, hardly anyone writes for television. Hardly anyone works in television. Television's mm. a tiny little place. So, of course, that, yeah. that's, that's always been the case. But I don't know that even that, uh, those numbers are true. There are more television shows being made now than there have ever been. Mm. Come on, you're not going to live long enough to see all the good ones. Yeah. I've reached out to your point, I'm 56. I couldn't binge watch everything yeah. now that's, that's worth watching yeah. uh, before people the end are now of my angry. life. People are now angry at how much good TV yeah. there is. It's it's like, you know, people are saying, oh, there's so much on, I can't watch it all. As if to say... Oh, there were too many good oh, books for me to you know, read. It's like, yeah. that's yeah. good. People keep, people keep talking about the decline in ratings. And I, I just want to scream and say, do the arithmetic. Roughly the same pop size of population, mm. more programmes in the same number of hours. Yeah. What's going to happen yeah. is that more people watch different things. And we're getting good yeah. at it. We're getting yeah. pretty good at it. Yes, and there's, a lot, there's, there's such a... T- so mm. there are different outlets. You could make your show or your comedy on your iPhone with better equipment than we used to make doctor who with yeah um and you could edit it and you could 
put it out there for people to see. Mm. I mean, what's what, what's keeping you in one sense? The thing that, yes, there'll be a huge amount of competition, but, you know, you don't get to enter any aspect of planet Earth and complain about the competition. Mm. That's how evolution works, isn't it? You yeah. just got, I mean, that means you've got to run hard and work hard and be fast. I mean, that's, that's, that's what you that's what you're volunteering for yeah you're volunteering for a job where the competition where most of the people try for it well, who try for it won't get it yeah. you're volunteering for that so stop whinging about that yeah um and and anyway you know it's great fun to do what's stopping you right the uh, sue met a writer the other day uh who's trying to get a commission and he said i see i've just got the script in me i just need to write it and sue's sitting there thinking she didn't say this but she's sitting there thinking why don't you just write it yeah. then no. what's keeping you yeah um, so you, uh, you know, we have an advantage over uh, most people, mm. uh, writers. We can just sit home and do it. Um, but it's what, very what, democratic in that yeah. sense, isn't it? But what would I say? Mm. I mean, uh, if you've the, got a job and you need you, you're kind well, of well, most people do. I mean, yeah. Most people start their writing career while they have a job. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I did. I was a school teacher. Most people do that. Uh, I don't know how J.K. Rowling did it. I mean, that's absolutely astonishing. Mm. Um, so unfortunately, most most people do that. It's a it's a very very high end job to get. So you must expect it. You must expect misery on the way to getting it. Mm. Um, but what? But I say that I say that's sounding macho and hard or something. It's great fun. Yeah. I mean, this is your hobby, right? Yeah. This is your hobby, and you're hoping that someday you might persuade somebody to pay you for it. Yeah. But even if you don't, well, you had a hobby. Yeah. I mean, what's wrong with that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. what's wrong with having a hobby that you enjoy? Yeah. Um, and you, and in, in a way, enjoying it is the key, isn't it? Because if you yeah. write because you have to, write because yeah. you want to, don't write because yes, you'll, exactly. you'll get to become a writer. So that's a terrible reason to want to be a writer, is yeah. to say that you're a writer. I mean, that's that's not enough. No, absolutely not. No, no, you, no. And, and, and no one will be impressed anyway. No, so not you, anymore. Do you write it down afterwards? No, no, it's before. It's before. They say it. They read it out, sort of. They memorise it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to think of more useful things to say than that. I mean, uh, one of the nice things about wanting to write television is that the very, very best in the world will demonstrate how it's done every night in your living room. You don't have to go anywhere. So watch, watch a lot of what you like and... Mm imitate the living crap out of it. Mm -hmm. Don't ever worry about imitating something. Never worry about that. Of course, it, that's how you begin. Yeah. You imitate, live and take the, imitate the living shit out of everything you admire is how, how you learn to do it. Of yeah. course it is. That's all learning. Especially if you're imitating two things simultaneously. Yeah. And it will, it will become yeah. its own thing eventually yeah. anyway. But many, many great shows are straightforward imitations of other shows, yeah. which were imitations of other shows. Every, yeah. every, 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 uh, detective story is an imitation of Sherlock Holmes. That's a fact. Yeah. They just all are. Yeah. Every every oddball detective is Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. And Jonathan um, and Jonathan Creek is oh, it's it's a Sherlock Holmes, but he's a magician. Yeah. assistant. Yeah. yeah, and it is. I mean, mm -hmm. but that's that's yeah. a rip off, yeah. and he's brilliant. What's yeah. the problem with that? Yeah. So uh, so so you do that. Watch the stuff. There are um, the internet provides many great opportunities for people mm. uh, uh, to learn about things. I think it's as a learning tool, it's the most extraordinary thing in the world ever that you can just find a YouTube video about anything you need to do. Yeah. Uh, so in one sense, you've got all that. On the other hand, there's an awful lot of people out there who are not like us wise people mm. who actually do the job we're talking about. Yeah. We are worth listening to because we do the job we're talking about. Mm. Not because we're magic people born 
on the side of a mountain during a storm just because uh, we do the job, yeah. therefore are worth listening to, even if you hate every single thing that we've ever done. Mm. That's fine, but it, it, we actually do it. There's an, all, an awful lot of people pontificating out there who don't do any of it. Yeah. Have, don't do any part. Don't listen to any of them. Never listen. Yeah. You don't. You wouldn't ask a plane spotter how to land a plane. Yeah. Don't ask. And, and never listen to anyone who pontificates without yeah. without doing it. And there are so many brilliant people who have written, uh, I mean, there's Stephen King's book on mm. writing. Have you read that? Mm. Uh, I've not, actually. No, it's well, I mean, the thing yeah. is, uh, oh, it's amazing. Mm. There's also a major plot twist in it, which is unusual for Emmanuel. Uh, it really is. It's <laughs> worth reading. Uh, but he is talking about writing novels. Yeah. Mm. And he's quite strict that that doesn't apply to other things. Mm. That's the only thing he's wrong about. What he's talking about is how story works, right. and it's incredible. It's so useful. Oh, wow, I get that. I, really, I... Yeah, I've sort of read bits of it, but it's I've never a, it's actually... An inc- read the, the, read the book in yeah. order, and it'll surprise yeah. you, oh, and you wow. will love it. Yeah. And yeah. he says things almost beca- because he, he's so hardwired to be great hmm. uh, that he doesn't realise. He sort of casually tosses a remark, and you think, wow, that, yes, yes, that's yeah. it all right yeah. there. Yeah, I'd take yeah, the day yeah. off if I'd written that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's just amazing. <laughs> that insight, that insight will change the way I write every character. There's one insight in there that changes the way I write every character, and I think about it every single time I bring a character onto right. a show. I think that, remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. I won't spoil it for you. Okay. And, you know, he, and he deserves the money for your download, doesn't yes, he? Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. So that's a brilliant book. Uh, Russell wrote a book uh, about the making of Doctor Who, mm, uh, mm. and his... Uh, and his uh, feverish nightmare while while doing that, which I read just before I took over the job, which was terrifying, which was awful. I thought he did himself sort of a calm, jolly man who just wrote things very easily and said, oh, ho, oh, oh. yeah. ho. Then I read, you know, the sheer rancid terror yeah. that he'd gone through that I had just submitted myself to. I only read it immediately after I'd signed, and I thought, oh, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> and then just lived the exact yeah. same life. But there we go. We, we, we've sort of gone full circle now, really, yeah. isn't it? Because... We we know as writers how much work it is, as, mm. as, um, as yes. Jordan, and so in a way, if you know, you we you should have known better mm. to think. Well, he just you know just just dashes off these drafts yes. and stuff See, because he's rather. And mm. we all keep a good face on it. We mm. all maybe do look rather effortless mm. when we actually it's put on the, our the, proper uh, clothes and leave the house. It's the paddling underneath the water. Well, that I, I, people don't yeah, see. I, I wish there was a way of saying this. Maybe maybe that's the thing to say is that. You only see us lot in our time off. You yeah, literally yeah. don't see we when we're promoting the show and saying how yeah. marvellous it was and how many insights you had during yeah. it and when you realised this was a yeah. great idea. And and the funny thing yeah. about shooting that scene was yeah. and, 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 and yeah. even your memory as uh, yes. if you ever look back at your old emails, it's a terrifying tale of a of a panicked man. Just yeah. read your own email yeah. uh, from from two years ago on some project you're on, you won't even recognise the guy you yeah. were. It's just this <laughs> screaming, panicking Tantruming arse. See, I don't even remember what I was crossing. Who's about. that guy? Yeah. 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 Why? Yeah. Why did I think that? Yeah. But anyway, um, so we don't remember what it's really like. Uh, the impression is given of the person on the publicity tour, or talking about it afterwards. And here is that killer. And I, I can't think of a way around this. People are only interviewed about success. Mm-hmm. The story of Chalk's identical to every story I can tell you. I mean, it was a complete disaster. I worked as hard. I had as many epiphanies and realisations. I had many exciting moments of creativity. I and had all those moments, and everybody hated it. Well, except so, for the people no, in the room, who yeah. apparently the audience reaction was... Yeah, the audience reaction was through the roof, Absolutely through the roof. By, by far the biggest audience reaction I've ever heard, and I've been to the recordings of all my own shows... Vicar Dibley, uh, Men Baming Badly, yeah. uh, Is It Legal? I've been to loads of uh, 
uh, Black Books, all yeah. those shows. This this one went through the roof. That, then it went on television, and yeah. people wanted to kill me. Uh, um, you can talk to uh, you can talk to Pete Sinclair about Mister Charity yeah. uh, with Stephen Tonkinson said in a charity shop. Yeah. And again, it was a very similar experience of like mm. it was it was embarrassing yeah. the audience laughter. It was so amazing. Yeah. And then it was like oh this you know then you watch it at home and go why has this not gone through the glass yeah. this. It doesn't. I and don't it, know why. It's, it does. It's. It's. it's what just, is it? It is. It's so, so something that, that that doesn't get transported through the lens mm. somehow. Yeah. And it's it's like it's like it took me so long for stand up comedy to look good on telly because mm. just people thought, oh look, here's a really funny comedian. I'll mm. go and stick a camera in front of them, and then you watch. If you watch it and you go, hang on, that's not funny at yeah. all. Yeah. Well, and it's never yeah. as funny no. stand-up comedy yeah. as when you see the guy for real. Yeah. It just, it just something always bumps on the screen. Except, I think with the live at the Apollo now, I think they've kind of sort of learned how to do it. Plus, yeah. you get people like Michael McIntyre who can play yeah. both. Yes. Well, when we were talking to Barry Cryer about yeah. the people who, uh, about Tommy Cooper and Eric Morecambe. Mm. Managing to talk to the audience and the camera. Yes. And Eric Morecambe said, "Yeah, well, I I nicked that off Arthur Askey." So, yeah. <laughs> so it's uh, it's, it's a well, it's, it's a, a very pedigree. It's, yeah. it's a hugely difficult thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I just bring it back to what what it, there is to say um, to people starting out is uh, is to go back to John Cleese and say uh, that he knew how hard it was supposed yeah. to be. John mm. Cleese, one of the finest uh, comedy people who ever mm. lived. Like famous comedy performers, famous comedy writers, finds it epically hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what it's supposed to feel like. Most days will feel absolutely dreadful. Yeah. That's I mean because it's work. Yeah. It's really proper migraine-inducing work. It yeah. is not supposed to be easy. The only um, and on the never rare, let yeah. anyone tell you and yeah. never hear these words out of your mouth ever. <laughs> yeah. Ever, it's only a first draft. Fuck you, it's only a first draft. The fir- you, when you hand a draft, oh, first of all, it's not your first draft. It's the first draft you hand over because yeah, yeah. you've hidden the ones that yeah. were so shit. So this is the one you believe earnestly that if they had to go into action tomorrow, it might not be the right length. It'll probably be too long, but it's yeah. good. You're wrong and you're going to have to rewrite it. But yeah. the right state of mind is yeah. to hand something over. Uh, you have to hold these two thoughts in your head that is unimprovable yeah. while being absolutely determined to improve it yeah. uh, you know that's I think that's important is you know you don't you're, you know the director won't save you know the actors won't save you no one no one's going to save you hand an impeccable document yeah. over and then be prepared to admit it's shit. Yeah. Uh, is that, 24 is that, hours, you got 24 yeah. hours to think he was an unalloyed genius. And yeah. then, yeah. and then yes. the doubt. Press send. Yes. Fact. Yes. 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 Right. I remember you saying that yeah. at the TV writers. Yeah. <laughs> you not think that you, version, you not think, that version, yes. this version. Yeah. Yeah. I think the script is absolutely brilliant, right up to the point where you press send. Then it's gone. And it's then, just then that's it. terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. Dust in your or, I mean, like, coming down in the morning, as I did this morning, to look at yesterday's work. Yeah. Which thinking, I, I went to bed feeling quite unusually for me, feeling quite good about it. And I read it this morning and I had to rewrite it <laughs> top to bottom. It was just not, it mm-hmm. wasn't there. Yeah. It's was clumsy and awful. Uh, it's supposed to be horribly difficult. Mm. And it, it is a job. It is a job. Of yeah. course it's a job. Uh, they don't pay you for other things other than jobs. Yeah. So uh, so it's, it's all about huge amounts of work. It really, yeah. really is. Mm. Work is the cheat code of the universe. Working harder than other people does work. It's yes. the only thing I've ever found that yeah. works. <laughs> and you can, we don't often quote Daley Thompson on this show, but this is the one where you can say, Daley Thompson used to say, he used to train twice on Christmas Day 
because he thought that his opponents would only train once. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> oh, that's well, that's it. That's it. That's the truth. Yeah, it's yeah. sneak. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a sneaky thing. Well, yeah. How much are they working? <laughs> yeah, I'll do a bit more. And then I'll lie yeah. Yeah. about it later. Yeah. And I'll pretend I find it quite easy. And then I'll do the publicity interview where I talk about all the epiphanies I had yeah. and how, and how <laughs> when I realised this would be great, when I realised that would be great. And it's all lies. Yes. Do, do not be... I mean, Publicity interviews are not useful. This is possibly useful because you're talking. People who've done the job talking about the job this, is is good. Well, we are prepared to reluctantly concede that we haven't completely wasted our time. Um, thank you so much uh, for for sharing your uh, valuable time with us and for much. your insights. And we got to chalk in the end. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but uh, it was it was uh, great to, to talk about all of those all of those things. So um, thanks very much for your kind hospitality to us. Thank you for having us and we'll speak to you next time. Cheerio. Thank you. Bye. Bye now.